Guys, we got juice here for you. What's up, guys? Hey, Kyle. Uh, Jimmy was talking the other day about the, the moment you guys shared uh, before before that Rams game the other day um, and how he's kind of been cognizant of that. How, how aware are you of that um, kind of in these moments and, and how much more special does it make it that you kind of get this, you know, possibly one last ride here in the postseason? Yeah, I've been uh, particularly more aware of it um, recently in the past couple of weeks just because of um, the fact that, you know, at this point, any week could be our last week. And um, I was actually, you know what, I was a little surprised that Jimmy shared that story. Um, but it, it really meant a lot to me, and I had been thinking about it all week, and I didn't know when uh, was the right time to say something to him. But I, I did want to say something uh, because at the end of the day, he's been my quarterback for five years. And I just wanted to let him know that I appreciated him and all the, all the ups and downs that we have had. Um, he's, he's been a, such a pro and such a friend and a great teammate throughout the whole thing. So uh, I just want to let him know how much I appreciate him, and uh, it, it did. It does make those those moments um, even more special. Even it's funny when he hit Debo down the sideline uh, for that that big play to put us in position to score. Um, even just like weird moments like that, I'm like, wow. I'm like, look at Jim just stepping up to the plate um, with his backs against the wall. What could be his his last pass as a Niner, and he and he freaking delivers. Um, so I, I'm just proud to see what he's been doing. Al, Coach Hightower was uh, talking to us the other day and about how you were a consummate professional when you had to hold. But did you get any nerves when that happens? I mean, it's not like you had prepared the week before. It was you were just kind of thrown in there. Can you walk us through how that happened to you, how you found out it was going to happen? Yeah, um, I weirdly no, I really I genuinely did not have nerves. And I don't know if uh, I can't remember if I told you guys this story um, after the Seattle game, or if, if you might have heard it, I, I know uh, Robbie told it on the radio the other day, but um, in high school, I was I was convinced that I would make it to the NFL as a holder. And like that was before I understood how NFL rosters worked and that there's not just a separate roster spot for a guy that strictly holds. I, I thought I would just come in on game day and do that um, because I, I genuinely felt I was so good at it. And uh, growing up, my brother was a long snapper, so that's all we did in the backyard. Uh, he would snap, and I held, and I did that middle school, high school, and uh, I was, you know, kind of the emergency guy in college. So um, it's just kind of something that I've always been prepared for. And um, each and every week, uh, I get just a couple snaps uh, after practice on Thursdays, just to you know stay fresh with it. But um, I mean, I found out on the sidelines, uh, Tower came up to me and said, you know, Mitch might not be able to go. Are you ready to hold? And absolutely. I was, I was excited to do it. Oh God, I have about 30 questions for you after that. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to spin it back. I remember last year around this time, you got emotional when you just thought of the possibility that you might not come back to the team. Um, how has Jimmy handled this and is it you know fans are wondering gosh would they bring him back next year and you know we can we know what the team did and trading up to number three and all that but what's it been like in in the locker room as far as that and that whole dynamic with Jimmy and Trey how have you guys managed that how have they managed it 
Yeah, um, and you know, I've I've spoken before that um, there really there has has never been an awkwardness to it. There really hasn't been. Both of them have driven each other to um, play at such a higher level. But uh, as far as the the personal side of it, um, you know, we I feel like we don't talk about it too much. There's been times that we've uh, dove into it a little bit, but um, you know, we never take it really really too far. Um, just, I think because we don't want to all get emotional because we've all been playing together for so long. And, um, you know, we all mean each other, mean so much to each other that, uh, I think maybe we've avoided the topic a little bit. Kyle, with, with that in mind this week, do you guys feel there's a looseness and a confidence? Does it feel like any other week or is there a little extra oomph? I, I do. I feel like there is a little bit of extra oomph this week, a little bit extra confidence, um, you know, we, we, when you play in such an emotional game like we did last week and you come out on top, um, you know, you can't help but boost your confidence from that. We, we beat a really good, a really, really good Rams team. Um, and, you know, we've won seven of our last nine games and two of those losses came, you know, on the last play of the game against two pretty solid teams. Uh, so we, we feel really good about where we're at right now. And, um, you know, to finally just punch our ticket and be in the playoffs and, you know, not have to hear about that anymore. Uh, I think maybe uh, takes a little bit off your, your shoulders in, in that sense, but at the same time, you know, kind of heightens uh, the the stakes here and, and knowing that, all right, you know, we've been fighting all season to get here. We're here. Now we got to do something with it. Hey, Kyle, I don't know. Jimmy uh, question, as you know, I, I think he still remains somewhat of a polarizing figure. I mean, not in the locker room, but, you know, I mean, fans, and I realize it's just about trying to win a playoff game, but is it cool to think like he could, I guess, change, burnish his legacy um, in, in some ways, uh, you know, in this playoff, uh, potential playoff run, you know, change narratives or, or whatever uh, way he's viewed? Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I, I spoke even earlier this season, I think during training camp, that um, it's mutually beneficial for us for Jimmy to play well. Uh, for us and for him personally, uh, obviously, you know, this is the season we're in right now. Jimmy is our quarterback right now, and we're trying to win a Super Bowl with Jimmy. Um, and we don't know what the future holds uh, in front of us, but him playing well will will benefit and bode well for us and himself personally. So um, I think, yes, uh, him, him playing well here can uh, do a lot of good things for him. Kyle, in terms of the evolution of the run game, it seems like five years ago you went from an offense that primarily did zone blocking to now you guys do a little bit of everything. Do you guys do you feel you guys do more schematically than other teams? And is that part of the reason why you guys are so difficult to stop on the ground? Um, I would. So I'm going to guess yes, but it's hard for me to say, particularly because, um, you know, I'm not studying all 32 offenses. You know, I'm typically worried about uh, other teams defenses. Uh, but I, I would just have to venture a guess that we, we probably are doing um, a little bit more schematically just because I know um, just of what I've been involved with before, this is definitely the most. And we are very um, diverse in inside zone, outside zone, gap schemes, uh, pin and pulls, all those kind of things. Um, there's really nothing off the table for us. And uh, I think we've done a good job of just kind of finding um, each week you know, what is going to be our strength against a particular defense. And um, it's nice when you have that whole menu of things you can go to. Um, and, you know, you don't have just one trick. 
that you have to stick with no matter what. Last one. Arden Key was saying yesterday that from the time he got there in like OTAs that he got kind of a sense from you guys that are that have been there since 2019 or even before that that there's like an unfinished business uh, to be had here. I think you guys have 25 players who are on that roster, which is probably a lot still just being two years removed. How, how much is that something that's a driver for you of, you know, you're not just happy to be back in the playoffs, but there is something here that needs to be accomplished with this group still. I think it's a huge driver. Um, I'll speak for myself, and I, I think it, my teammates, as those 25 teammates that you spoke of, um, you know, it's it's cool to when we, you know, in when I'm just speaking in context of somebody, I say, yeah, back in 19 when we went to the Super Bowl, you know, that's how I describe the season. Um, I can't wait to say, you know, in in 22 or whatever when we won the Super Bowl, you know, that has a lot better ring to it than uh, when we went to the Super Bowl. So it's trying to change up that W word there from went to one. So uh, it, it definitely is a driver. It's a motivator. And um, we do feel like we have some uh, unfinished business. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks, guys. Hey, Debo, um, a couple days ago, Kyle Shanahan was talking about your his relationship with you and that he considers you like a friend. Well, what is it about that relationship? What? Why do you guys hit it off so well? Um, I really don't know. Um, I always go to Cal. You know what I'm saying? I stop by Mike McDaniel's and Cal offers every Monday and Tuesday whenever we have an off day. And it's just it's just built from there. Um, kind of what he stated is kind of like a friendship and a coach, you know, um, not only just talking about ball, but just talking about life in general. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like my son, you know what I'm saying? How his family doing and just just random things that ever come about. Evo, you're obviously named to an all-pro team uh, today. What does that mean to you just personally, and, and what does this season mean to you? Um, it was, It's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? I'll praise to God. Um, thankful, you know what I'm saying, just to be able to, you know what I'm saying, be an all-pro. Just, it just shows that all the things that I put out there on the field, week in, week out, just giving it my all, and it was just the best to be named all-pro. Debo, earlier this year, you've been asked a couple times about, you know, whether you watch other receivers and things like that. You, you said you don't. You really just kind of study your own tape and yourself. How much of that for you is is because of how unique you are and, and the way that you're used in, in terms of what you're looking for and, and trying to improve on week to week? Um, uh, can you kind of like restate your question? Like, what are you asking? Yeah, just when, when you watch yourself, what what are the things that you're looking for in terms of, trying to improve yourself and, and how much does that factor into not watching other receivers around the league? Um, I know you can, you can learn from other guys, but not if you're not, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like built like them, like certain body movements, but kind of for myself, just come just see how I come in and out of breaks, um, how certain guys match up or, you know what I'm saying? The, the things that guys like to do when they facing guys like me, even though it's not that many, but, uh, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to running routes, like how can I get this edge on this guy if he's kind of physical, this, then third, things like that. Debo, along with you being named to All-Pro, it's Trent Williams. You two are always leading the guys out of the locker room. Can you share with us your relationship with Trent and just your bond together and being able to do that? And what? how did it start where you two are leading the team out to the locker room? Out of the um, locker room? I would say it started once we... Once we picked Trent up, I really didn't uh, know who Trent was at the time. But um, 
you know, me and Jet, Jet McKinnon was real cool, and then he, he was training out there in Houston at Trench Gym. So that was, like, kind of my first time actually seeing him. And, you know what I'm saying, ever since, like, you know what I'm saying, first first meeting each other, it's just, it's just been a bun. Um, kind of a little bit last offseason, I went to spend a little time with him, probably like two, three weeks before going back to Miami. But it's just been a real connection um, with him ever since he's been here, ever since I met him. Um, with, with, it, with it, like, leading out the locker room, it was just something, like, I think we're the guys that really like know all the music and kind of like the hype guys in the room. So uh, that's just how that came about. Kind of along those lines, you posted today that you and Trent had been talking about um, all pro before the season started. What were those conversations like and how much of a focus was it for you? He just, you know what I'm saying, with him being in the league for so long, you know what I'm saying, he, he told me that he see the ceiling is high for me, you know what I'm saying, and you know what I'm saying, just going back, just looking at all the things that he's done in the league, you know, the ceiling is still high for him, even though, you know what I'm saying, I think it's like year 10 for him, but it still looked like it's like year two or three. But um, one of the things that we talked about, you know what I'm saying, pro pro, all pro, and then, you know, like I stated, it's, it's, we still got one goal left, and that's, you know what I'm saying, trying to get that ring on our finger. Debo, if you were to meet someone who didn't know you and they asked you what position do you play, what would you say? A wide back. Wide receiver playing running back. A wide back, okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, Mike McCarthy also said you're a pretty good passer, and he must have overlooked your punt returns too. So, um, but Debo, um, CD Lamb was talking about how you guys have a special relationship. Also, that that it's something that he reached out to you on Instagram. Um, what? How would you describe that relationship, and, and what what do you think of his game? Um, I kind of met CD um, when he was coming out. You know, what I'm saying we have the same financial group and you know what I'm saying it's been a connection then uh just you know what I'm saying um when the week when when the season first started you know what I'm saying he we had a conversation about you know what I'm saying making the pro bowl he started off real good so that was kind of one of his goals you know what I'm saying just kind of stand in touch with him just to see how you're doing but as you can see um you know what I'm saying CD is a great player you know what I'm saying he put a lot of good things on tape and you know what I'm saying uh you know what I'm saying? I just hope he don't do it against us or whatever. You know, we got a good plan on on the back end. But, you know what I'm saying? Uh, wish him the best of luck this weekend. Last one. Hey, Debo, how confident are you alongside the team going into the postseason? And what is the team's mindset right now as you guys make your way to Dallas? Um, the team mindset, I mean, it's, it's either win or go home. You know what I'm saying? What you willing to do for the guy next to you. Um, you know what I'm saying? We have a great bond. We have a big brotherhood here. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't want this to be the last time that I put on a uniform with all the guys because, you know, um, in this league, I've been in this league for three years now. Um, not everybody you see on this team right now is going to be a part of the team. So you just take that into consideration and just, you know what I'm saying, bond with your brothers and put it out there for, for each other and just go out here and give it all. Thank you, Debo. Hey, Faithful, don't forget to click here and subscribe.